praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to once more uh, appreciate the leadership of this great assembly. My elder brother and my friend, Reverend Olawale Raymond, for this uh, privilege given to me. And the uh, leadership of MMU of English Assembly. It's an honor to bring the word of God this morning. I'm not taking it for granted. And I'm standing here nostalgically because this might be the last time I will stand on this pulpit to bring the word of God. This is. <laughs> I said this might, I said this might be the last time. Um, it's a wonderful place. I remember 12 years ago I came here and I raised my hand as the first timer and daddy was among those that attended to me. Our daddy here, daddy, the kindergarten boy you attended has grown to God be the glory. What a wonderful place to be. Um, spiritual war that is a theme but I will narrow my teaching to pulling down the strongholds pulling down the strongholds that is where I will focus on but the general the emphasis the focus is on spiritual warfare that life is a warfare. This war started in Genesis chapter 3. When Satan asks if did God see? So that means life is not a fun fair. Life is a warfare. The earth itself is a battleground. No wonder as soon as a child is born, the next thing he starts crying, oh, no, I have arrived, it's a warfare. That cries, bro, oh, I have arrived, I've, I've arrived. So life is a warfare. The earth itself is a battleground for war. We are not referring to the military war, no. Because we have three forces one force is ruled by the kingdom of light or ruled by light that is the kingdom of God that is a positive force the negative force is ruled by the kingdom of darkness headed by devil and we, we are in the neutral force we are in the neutral the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness that, that's why we are, the life we are living is a life of warfare. But the kingdom of light is not fighting the kingdom of darkness because light has defeated darkness already. But that is a darkness that is pulling people to his side. It's just that life is a warfare. It's not the military warfare now. In the, in the natural warfare, you, you need the armed forces. 
to defend a nation. In the, in the, in the kingdom of the darkness, there are demons that fight as agents of Satan to draw more people to him. Why in the kingdom of life we have angels? Let's pray. Our gracious Lord and our Father, we thank you for a time like this. We thank you for the opportunity for us to share your word and learn at your feet and to receive grace and insight on what we should do to pull down the stronghold. Spirit of the Most High God, I've availed myself to you. I beg you, Holy Spirit, use me to speak the undiluted word to the hearts of your sons and daughters here this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name we pray. So, whether you like it or not, let's go to our text. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. For though we walk in the flesh, that means you cannot, we are living in the flesh. That, see, that verse did, did not say we are led by the flesh. No, we walk in the flesh. Now, you are on earth. You have your flesh. You are not, it's only in heaven where you will live at the realm of the spirit totally. The era of glorification. As long as you are alive, you are a Christian. The flesh is still in you. So, we are living in a natural world. Then he went ahead and said, but we do no war after the flesh. So that means the war confronting you and I is not the war of the flesh. It is not the war between Russia and Ukraine. The war between the Nigerian government and Boko Haram. The war between the Nigerian government and the bandits. No. Those is a minimum war. But the war Paul is trying to is a war against your soul. Two forces. Dragging you out of the will of God. That's what happened in the garden. They lost it. And the glory departed. Then, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And not only that, then what do you do? You need to cast, this stronghold is in the mind, like they said. Now the greatest battlefield is in your mind. No wonder the Bible says, guard your heart. It's a military term. Fortify your heart. Guard it. Protect your heart because out of it are the issues of life. God, build a wall. Fortify your heart. Because your heart, out of your heart are the issues of it. I said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The heart he has to do it. The mind is in the heart. The will is in the heart. The emotion is in the heart. 
feel is in the heart, comprised of body, mind, your will, your emotion, guard it. Is the military term G U A R D? Guard it, protect, fortify, be the wall around your heart because out of this, your heart are the issues of life. You cannot be bigger than your mind. Casting down all casting down imaginations and everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's what the devil did in the garden. Now, I will focus on pulling down the stronghold now what are strongholds? Don't mind the Greek words used. Let's make it very simple. I think next time you, we, we can make it more simple so that the audience can go along with us. A stronghold is an incorrect thinking that is contrary to the scripture. A stronghold is an incorrect thinking an incorrect thinking that is contrary to the word of God. A stronghold is a mindset that is contrary to scripture. A stronghold is a faulty mindset, faulty opinion, faulty idea built on lies and deception. So it's a mindset. I want you to look at, let's start examining ourselves. So it's a mindset, it's a thinking, it's a pattern of thought, it's a perception. And this mind, this stronghold could be from our background, could be from based on our experience. Because there are so many things that are contrary. A typical example is moral, moral relativism. We are living in the era of relativism. Something is okay here, is not okay the other place. Let me give a classic example of moral relativism existing presently in the world. Like the issue of, he mentioned like, you know, this is gay stuff. Even there are some churches that ordain gay as ministers. In the Western world, some of these things are accepted. And it's contrary. So that's an example. Secularism. It's hard to tell young people that Beth Nanja is against God. Even believers, they, they still do it. They justify it. It's part of a stronghold. Another stronghold for men is that as a man, is it that you drink, you smoke, you womanize? Is what the society has built into our system. Then you know, as a man, you must do one of these. As a you a womanizer, or you, or you drink, or you smoke. So some of the stronghold from our culture that are contrary to scripture. 
So it's the thinking, it's the mindset, it's the pattern. It's a stronghold. Even our environment, even based on our knowledge. So anything, any idea you have that is contrary to the word of God is the stronghold. So it's a mindset. It's an opinion. Or any argument you raise against the scripture. That's why I tell when you preach about drinking, somebody will say, but Jesus turned water into wine. Argument. It's a stronghold. An obsession that's contrary to scripture is a stronghold. So let's look at it. I want us to personalize this thing. Stronghold. So it's a war. Those thoughts, anything that will not make you, that will make you to go contrary to scripture is a stronghold. And that's how we compromise. So these are strongholds. Is any incorrect thinking that has molded itself into our way of thinking. This one will have the capacity to affect the way we feel. How we respond to issues. How we respond to situations. That's why when you finish preaching, someone will tell you, don't mind pastor. He's a stronghold. Don't mind him. He has come again. Don't mind him. He's a stronghold. It's easier, it's hard to convince believers that B, they, are, they are not so, supposed to watch BB Ninja. Today, even believers, father, mother, children sit down to watch it. It's a stronghold. Every year, year in, year out, they sit down, they watch. They hardly, it's a mindset. It's a stronghold. It's my money. Let me enjoy my life. You sit down every year, year in, year out. The mind that you are supposed to guard. The mind, immorality is growing in the heart. Because the heart is not well guarded. And like our Sunday school teacher, you are bringing up a moral generation filled with lust, obsession. It's a stronghold. If you want to watch, so I want you to look at this stronghold. It affects your knowledge about God. But how do we pull this stronghold? It's like a building that has a faulty foundation. The only way is to pull it. How do we pull this stronghold? That's my emphasis. Stronghold could be bitterness. Somebody offended you for years. You carry it. Bitterness could be pride for long. Maybe your father did something or your mother, you are still holding against the person. It's growing in you. It's a stronghold. It's a web. Some could be even timidity. Maybe from childhood. You know, the society made you not to believe in yourself. Low self-esteem. So timid. You have a, a low self-esteem about yourself. It's a stronghold. Even as you are growing. Don't know that you have the mind of Christ. It's a stronghold. You have low self-esteem.
him about yourself is the stronghold in callousness, craftiness. Because in Nigeria, you must be smart. If you can't beat them, you join them. It's a stronghold. An average Nigerian mindset, the mind is corrupt. We believe that we must always buy our way. It's a stronghold. And that's why. So it's like generally, it's a stronghold. So how do we put the stronghold down? One, buy the truth and sell it not. Proverbs 23:23. Buy the truth. What is the truth? Like the moderate, the, the, the word of God. The Bible says, you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Now, the Bible contradicts what the society will tell you. So, buy the, don't sell it. Just take it the way it is. The word of God. You need to pull it down. One of the bulldozers you need is the truth. When truth comes, light disappears. When light comes, darkness cannot comprehend light. Now, stronghold means area of your darkness, your weakness, governed by darkness. So you need lights. The entrance of the world giveth light. Light. And when it comes in darkness, disappears. And it gives understanding unto the simple. That means he knows this thing is a stronghold. It's a lie from the pit of hell. That is what is, the devil did to Eve. And she, did God say? Did God say? Each time you begin to doubt scripture, know that there's a stronghold. So you need light. Buy it and don't sell it. Don't mix it up. Like our daddy said, we need a sound teaching church. It's a stronghold. So light the scripture. So you need light. A small light matters a lot. Light is obvious. When it comes, it subdues darkness. That's one thing. So you need now you, you need like I said, the sword of the spirit. Guard your heart with the sword of the spirit. Guard it. The sword is the word of God. The bed of truth. That high truth. Guard your heart with truth. It's the sword. Get a sword. Build a sword around your heart. When the devil comes, gives him back. You are fighting a war that victory has been guaranteed to you. It's as if your father is a referee. And he knows whatever happens, you will win the war. But you have to fight the good fight of faith. You need the word. Buy the truth. Number two. Not just buy the truth. Meditate on the truth. Meditation upon the truth. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of God dwell in you richly. 
the word dwell. See, meditation. Meditation is about casting down the imagination. Do you know why each time you sleep, most of your dreams are demonic, is the product of your heart. Everybody you see is chasing you in the dream. Everybody is the devil. Is the, is the level of your heart. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Not just buying it. Dwell on it. Allow the word to sink in you. As I go into office, you are driving. Dwell on it. Think on it. Think on it. As you are cooking, think on it. Whatever you are doing, think on the world. Let it dwell. Dwell. Live in you. Don't just buy it. It's not enough to buy. It has to live in you. It has to live in you. See, when it lives in you, it affects your heart. Then, like the moderator said, you should be able to identify the strongholds and repent of it. Able to identify those areas, including me. Everybody, we are in a war. Some of us is arguments. Some is anger. We both in our family, we have anger problem. You are playing with me. You know, in our family, at times, we now call this in generational causes. That strong. Some are strongholds. So, now, identify and Cry to God, repent. What you can't identify is bigger than you. What you can't define, you cannot address. That's why in school, before anything, the teacher defines. Then, so anything you cannot define or identify, you can't address it. Jesus saw a fig tree that was not producing. He identified there was something wrong with this tree and he cursed the tree. It's not shaking, shaking, shaking. Have you identified it? So that you hammer your prayer very well. Not off points prayer. The next one. After you repent, you, you need to renew your mind. You can see the mind. But I said, do not be conformed by the pattern of this world. But be a transformed by the renewal of your mind. Romans 12. 2. One version said, be not be conformed by the fashion, by the tradition of this world. So your mind needs to be, that means, you need to deactivate, take the virus off your mind. De reactivate your mind. And it also boils on buying the truth. I'm telling you, your mindset matters a lot. And this is not, it's an ongoing thing. You cannot pull it down on a day. 
But the mind needs to be renewed. You need to reactivate your mind from time to time. Or those of us that have, we have what to call filter. Isn't it? The filter. So that means, that means your mind needs a filter constantly. Constantly. Check it. You go to service your car. You put engine oil. You also need to put a filter because of the dates. So that means you need to renew your mind. Every day you need to filter your mind. You need to filter. Renew it. So the renewal of your mind is cardinal. Paul said it. Be not be conformed. So don't be conformed. Don't blend. Sheep sell in water. The moment sheep allows itself, the moment sheep allows water to get into it, it will start sinking. So the mind, transformation, keep changing it. It's an ongoing thing. And the word of God is one of the agents of transformation. The mind of Christ. Keep renewing your mind. And then, second to the last one, like we say in Ephesians chapter 6, put on, let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. I'm about to run up. Ephesians chapter 6. From verses 11. So, put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor. The first three, you are to put them on. They are armor. And the other ones, you are to wear them, they are weapon. Let's look at them. Put on the whole armor. Put on the that verse, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the words of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Then 11 uh, 13 said, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Let's go to 14. Stand therefore, having your loins gilt with truth, your belt, the truth. You wake up, you tie the truth. Every day you wake up, tie yourself with truth. The belt. Where you turn. Truth. Then he also went ahead and said, and having a breastplate of righteousness, like the mother, we are integrity. We are it. Breastplate here of righteousness. Not breastplate of compromise. Integrity is gotten from the word integral. Whole. Who you are here and who you are outside must be the same. What you say and what you do must tally. Breastplate. Where is you wake, you tie the belt of truth? Put it on. Put it on. These are armor. This time you have to wear them. Breastplate of righteousness. Then it went ahead and, and said, My eyes. 15. This light is not shining. And your feet shod with 
the preparation of the gospel. That means, that means anywhere you go, anywhere, where the shoe, people should know that you're a Christian. Be a missionary Christian. Like I was in school, always identify you are a believer. Do you know why? So that you don't have a double standard life. At workplace, they see you, you are a missionary person because let, so that your life should preach Christ. Put on those things. The shoe, the belt, the breastplate, the shoe. Be a missionary believer. Then look at what, is, what you must wear. Then what must you carry? Again, above all, taking the shield of faith. Why? The shield is to defend. You have faith. When the devil kicks you, you give him back. He gives you the shield is there. You give, and that's what Jesus did. As the devil was given, no, my shall not live by bread alone. Boom, give him back. So everything is dependent on your knowledge and the word of God. Give him back. Your bones is trying to touch you. Tell him, my body is the temple of the Lord. Tell him, give him back. Now you'll be smiling because of Job. So the shade of faith, even when the devil brings a negative imagination, cast it down with the shade of faith. You are broke and the devil is telling you compromise still office money. Tell him the Lord shall supply all my needs. Shield of faith. Go to work with that shield. Trying to manipulate you against your head. No. By stripes I am here. The shield of faith. Give it to him. Then apart from the so, so that you are able to quench them then take the helmet of salvation helmet let you know that Jesus has forgiven you you have found mercy that you have been connected with the father you are saved and then what's, what's the next one the sword I've explained that you see these are things you need to do that you need to pray now, pray in the spirit there yeah, does not just mean praying in tongues. means as you are praying, you are connected to the Holy Spirit. You can be speaking in tongues and you are not connected because these are the people who fake it. Pray. So, put on those things. Some, you wear them. Some, you carry them. You, you wear them before going out. Put them on. Then you carry some. Then prayer. Please, we need it. So these are things you must do to pull down the strongholds. The first one I said, buy the truth and don't sell it. Meditate upon the word of God. That repent of any evil. Your mind must be constantly renewed. Put on the whole armor of God and prayer. In conclusion, when you change what you believe, you will change what you do. When you change what you believe, you will change what you, you do. 
as you think in your heart, so will you be. So what must we think of? Philippians chapter 4. I will read it and I will take my seat. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8. Philippians chapter 4. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, and if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Bow your head. Pulling down the stronghold. What is that thing the devil has? That lies that you believe. Based on tradition, based on society, based on your experience. What is that stronghold that has turned your mind to a warfare battlefield? That is exalting himself against the, your knowledge of the word of God. That is making you to develop argument, ideology, principle, ideas about the word of God. If you have identified them, say, Father, I am sorry. 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 Say, in the name of Jesus, let your, the power of the resurrection uproot all this stronghold from the root in Jesus' name. Say, Lord, uproot. Uproot. Whatever that is not planted by you in my mind, in my heart, or put in the mighty name of Jesus. So Holy Spirit, give me a new heart and a right spirit. Renew my heart. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. Lord, I am tired of this heart. Give me a new heart. I need, I want a heart that will glorify you. Jesus, I want a heart that will think like you, that will talk like you, that will act like you. Give me a new heart, oh Lord. Renew my heart, Abba Father. Renew my heart, Holy Spirit. Renew my heart, the King of Kings. Now, begin to cast any imagination that is contrary to the word of God. Any Say, I bind you. I cast you. You foul spirit, mention it. I bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. You foul spirit of lust. You foul spirit of seduction. You foul spirit of drunkenness. I bind you in the mighty name. I cast you. I bind you by the power and authority. You foul spirit of craftiness. I bind you. I bind you. Begin to bind. Begin to bind. Begin to bind. Let somebody continue to pray. You have heard the word. As Christian, we are fighting in victory. Is there any song in your life that you need to pull down? Oh Lord, our Father and our God, we bless your holy name. We thank you for your word that you have sent on our way. 
We bless your name for your servant, your son that you have sent on our way. Oh Lord, we pray. We know that we fight in victory. We are not fighting for victory. Lord, we pray. Help us to pull down every stronghold in our lives in Jesus' name. Lord, every generational stronghold. Lord, I pray they are pulled down now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we continue to live a life of victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed.